This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, tragedy on set. One person dead, another injured, after Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun while filming his new movie. The investigation into the fatal incident just ahead. Home for the holidays? I think everyone's just more willing to travel now because we're just over being locked down. Experts raising a red flag ahead of the busy upcoming travel season. Fears of delays and price hikes as Christmas closes in. We'll tell you the best time to book your ticket. Plus, honoring his legacy. For me, he's not, he's not gone this year because he left us a legacy. Students from the Colin Powell School for Civic and Global Leadership shared their tributes to the four-star general, what the trailblazing Secretary of State meant to them. And still standing, Carson goes one-on-one -on -one with Sir Elton John to talk about his newest album. Why do you still care so much about new music and young artists? Because new music is where the future is. The stories behind some of the major collaborations and why his next tour will be his last. Today, Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Kicking out the weekend here with today from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Here on fall break from Yale University, Roanoke, Virginia, and Portland, Michigan. Today we celebrate Mega Dogs Day. So much to celebrate on a Friday yeah. morning. We're glad you're with us. Hoda's got an early start on her weekend. We've got Tom and Craig this morning. Friday, baby. Friday, good crowd out there, too. I know. Amazing We're going to get crowd. right out there in a moment. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock, though. Police are searching for more evidence in that movie set tragedy involving the actor Alec Baldwin. Officials say he fired a prop weapon, killing one person and wounding another. NBC's Steve Patterson joins us with the very latest on this breaking story. Steve, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. This all happened on a movie set in Santa Fe. Baldwin, according to police, discharged a prop firearm and then something went horribly wrong. It happened at Bonanza Creek Ranch in New Mexico. It's often used for filming movies and TV shows. Production on the film has been halted for now as investigators try to determine what exactly happened. In these photos, a distraught Alec Baldwin, reportedly in tears outside the Santa Fe Sheriff's Office, just hours after the deadly accident on the set of his new movie, Rust. Authorities say Baldwin was filming when he fired a prop gun during a scene, killing one crew member and injuring another. Helena Hutchins, the film's director of photography, was airlifted to an area hospital where she was later pronounced dead. Just days ago, Hutchins posted this video, writing, one of the perks of shooting a Western is you get to ride horses on your days off. Director Joel Sousa was also shot and hospitalized for his injuries. Sheriff's deputies were called to the movie set Thursday afternoon.
A spokesperson for Baldwin described the shooting as an accident that involved the misfire of a prop gun with blanks. Detectives are looking at what type of projectile came out of the weapon. No charges have been filed, but authorities say the investigation is open and active. Blanks are not designed to do what the final outcome of this was. We need to investigate and find out what went wrong. Baldwin is not only the star of Rust, but also one of its producers. While filming in New Mexico this month, cast and crew members shared scenes from the set on social media. And Thursday morning, just hours before the accident, Baldwin posting this photo with the caption, back to in person at the office. And we should say this morning, Baldwin has now deleted that Instagram post. Meantime, detectives say they're interviewing witnesses as they conduct their investigation after police reported Baldwin's involvement. NBC News did reach out for his team for comment. They did not respond. Savannah, back to you. Steve Patterson, thank you. Oh, we have disturbing new developments in that kidnapping drama that is playing out in Haiti. In a new video, the head of the gang believed to be holding those 17 members of an American missionary group is threatening to kill them if his demands are not met. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez is in Port-au-Prince with the very latest. Gabe, good morning. Craig, good morning. Haiti's national police chief has just resigned as this country slips deeper into turmoil. And now a chilling new message from the kidnappers. This video shows the leader of 400 Mowozo, the notorious gang authorities say abducted 17 mostly American missionaries and is asking for a million dollar per person ransom. He says if his demands aren't met, he'll shoot the hostages. In the U.S., the Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministry says they're praying for their captive members as well as the kidnappers, reading a letter from the families of the hostages, among them five children as young as eight months old. We thank him that he is God and ask him to hear our prayers and bring our families home. The kidnapped families are from Amish, Mennonite, and other conservative Christian communities across multiple states and Canada. They continue to band together and support each other with prayers and encouragement. Now in Haiti, growing unrest. Demonstrators furious over fuel shortages, lawlessness, and an economic collapse across the Caribbean nation. The capital city, Port-au-Prince, pockets of smoke signal the escalating tension. This has become daily life here in Haiti. Tires burning on city streets, protesters furious at the government's inability to confront kidnappers. This is happening over and over again, making many roads here in Port-au-Prince impassable. This gunfire from Haitian police breaking up a roadblock near the airport. Minutes earlier, a crowd had gathered, furious with the government's inaction. We'll occupy the streets until further notice, this man says. The demonstrations making delivering aid even more dangerous for humanitarian organizations like Food for the Poor. We spoke with its director virtually because the road leading to his compound was closed off. This is the worst crisis we have been going through. For the first half of October, almost 120 people have been kidnapped. It's, it's the worst we have seen so far. The missionary group in Ohio says it's aware of the new video of the gang leader, but won't comment on the threats. A senior State Department official says if you're a kidnapper, your job is to say those kinds of things. Craig? 
All right, Gabe Gutierrez for us there on the ground in Haiti. Gabe, thank you. All right, we're going to switch gears now. It may seem hard to believe, but we're nearly a month away from Thanksgiving and the start of the holiday travel rush. And this year is going to be very different from last. NBC's Tom Costello covers aviation for us. He's at Dulles International Airport. Tom, bottom line here, longer lines and higher ticket prices? Yeah, that's the bottom line. You know, a year ago, in fact, as you know, we saw airports and airlines that simply didn't have many passengers, right? Now, a year later, passengers are back. Airlines and airports are staffing up. The fear that we could have a repeat of the disaster we saw over the summer with airlines struggling even a week ago with Southwest Airlines struggling, that that could play itself out again over the busy holiday travel season. The nightmare scenario this holiday season, a repeat of the Southwest Airlines meltdown earlier this month. It's just been a delay. When more than 2,000 flights were canceled. Unbelievable. Hundreds of thousands of passengers missing their flights. Now with the calendar ticking down to the holiday travel season. I think everyone's just more willing to travel now because we're just over being locked down and over being stuck. Airline execs say it's going to be busy. Airplanes are going to be full. The demand for the holidays is really robust uh, and strong. To avoid paying more, Hopper.com advises buying your Thanksgiving and Christmas Hanukkah tickets before Halloween. Right now, prices are down 17% from 2019 levels. Chicago to Atlanta for Thanksgiving, $160 round trip. Dallas to Seattle, $253. For December holiday travel, Dallas to Denver, $197 round trip if you buy now. New York to LAX, $402. Kansas City to Miami, $317. But as the U.S. reopens to Europeans and if jet fuel gets more expensive, ticket prices are expected to get more expensive as well, climbing 18% to $390 for an average domestic Christmas week round-trip fare. International tickets expected to remain cheaper than two years ago, still $915 on average. This will be my travel because it's going to be crazy during November, so this is kind of my pre-holiday travel. So this is it for me. At this time, I'd like to welcome more Airline planners are worried that Denver could be a choke point with the main airport terminal in a state of constant construction. Meanwhile, the airlines are facing a looming federal deadline for employees to be vaccinated by December 8th unless they receive an exemption. United says 99.7% of its employees are already vaccinated. Southwest and American have lower rates with some pilots refusing to get the vaccine, though both CEOs say they will not fire employees who refuse the vaccine and apply for an exemption. We don't want to see anybody leaving America. No, I don't think anyone's going to leave America because of this. Um, we're going to have people working. Through, we're going to have our, our team uh, fully vaccinated. As federal employees, TSA officers must be vaccinated by November 22nd, three days before Thanksgiving. But so far, the TSA says the vaccination rate is just 60%. All right, the sun's coming up. It's blinding the camera right here. But I want to tell you that that TSA number may not really be an accurate reflection because the TSA says, listen, most officers don't sit in front of a computer to easily upload their vaccine status. They think the number is going to be much higher by the time that the deadline actually approaches in about a month or so. Guys, back to you. We hope so. And so that's not the sun, Tom. That is the star power there in front of that <laughs> lens right there. Right? It's his radiance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom's like, okay, yeah, we've had like, enough fun. Yeah, I like When we come back, Chanel's got a really cool story. She actually paid a visit to the college where Colin Powell got his start before dedicating his entire life to public service. 
And as you're about to see, that desire to serve is alive and well among today's students as well. We'll be right back. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with new tributes to the life and legacy of Colin Powell. Yeah, his loss has been felt all over the world, especially especially on a college campus, actually not far from here, that's really got a special connection to the general and former Secretary of State. Yeah, Chanel's here with more on that great story. Hey, Chanel. Good morning. If you're looking for where Colin Powell began his groundbreaking career as a soldier and diplomat, look no further than the City College of New York. It's where Powell got his degree and joined the military, and now it's home to a school that bears his name. Here, among the Gothic buildings and statue to a Civil War general, the future chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and Secretary of State found his footing. Colin Powell never forgot his time as a student and ROTC cadet at the City College of New York. In 2013, it established the Colin Powell School for Civic and Global Leadership. We spoke with four students at the school, including Serene Cisse, a graduate student and ROTC cadet. For me, he's not, he's not gone, he's still here because he left us a legacy. Cisse immigrated from Senegal and met Powell at his undergraduate graduation. Last time I had a handshake with General Colin Powell was in 2019, and we have a selfie together. And he asked me what I wanted to do. I'm like, sir, I want to serve like you did. We found that sense of service among all the students. Rachel Holliday is a senior considering a career in law. You all come from different backgrounds. A lot of people don't know about the gem and the jewel that you have here. Tell me about the Powell School. This was actually my first choice school because this school really uniquely fosters public service um, to the community. Powell's passing came as a shock especially since the students watched an online talk held by the general just last month. Most of you, I think, are not old enough to have gone through some of the... He was just so inspirational. And I feel like, yes, we mourn him today, but he lives in all of our hearts and beyond the school walls. And I think, yeah, he's, he's an inspiration. 
Wendy Ihama is a senior and hopes to join the Foreign Service. Her parents are from Nigeria. She's a first-generation American, like a lot of CCNY's 12,000 students, just like Powell. A show of hands, how many of you are inspired by his, his journey? All of you. In, in what way for you? For me, I would say as someone who's also first-generation, like, I'm in college and doing this for my parents. Like, my mom couldn't even go to college. And even listening to him in September about his story and his Jamaican background, that was so inspirational because it goes to show that it is possible. I think it's a general theme that of all the boundaries that he broke, despite a lot of odds being against him, he was the first African-American Secretary of State. I think it's an example to everyone that you can do whatever it is as long as you work hard. There was a quote that grabbed my attention. He says, many of my college classmates had the brain power to attend Harvard, Yale, or Princeton. What they lacked was money and influential connections, yet they have gone on to compete with and often surpass alumni of the most prestigious private campuses in this country. He was so proud of this school, wasn't he? He would often uh, stand by outside of Shepherd Hall. When, um, he would often, uh, you know, just shake hands with whatever in the, whoever in, uh, would come up to him. He would just shake his hand and he would actually ask him about how their experiences at CCNY. Alejandro Espinosa is a senior studying climate policy. It's about uh, Colin Powell's legacy. It's about the fact that um, he wants his legacy to be inherited to our generation. And I think it's our task to, inherit, uh, to pass it forward to our children and grandchildren. Carrying that legacy, a future lawyer, diplomat, policymaker, and military officer. I mean, you're at the Colin Powell School. Do you feel an obligation to, to, to live up to something, some kind of an ideal with what you end up doing with your careers and, and, and your lives. And living up to his um, ideal would be the best public service we can do to him right now, because now he'll be laid to rest. Rest up, <laughs> we'll carry forward your legacy. Mm. Powell wasn't only a figurehead at the school that bears his name. As you can see, he was always promoting and raising funds, a real presence on campus. And I have to tell you, after talking with those students, I couldn't help but think how proud yeah. he would be. Yeah. But that's how you know you've, you've, you've lived a life well spent. When, right. when that is your legacy, mm -hmm. you've done it right here on Earth. Yeah, he talked about the fact that, you know, growing up, he felt a little lost. And then when he enrolled, he felt immediately a sense of community. Mm. And that word community, they all used it. And you could feel it. So I think... Um, he would be proud. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Great Thank conversation. You. Mr. Roker, what's shaking? All right, let's show you what we have as far as your weather is concerned. We are looking at uh, some wet weather making its way through northern New England. Also, a lot of heavy rain is going to be developing throughout northern and central California into the Pacific Northwest. Temperatures staying warm as you get down into Texas, Gulf Coast, on into Florida, but chilly through the plains and parts of northern New England. For today, strong storms firing along the mid-Atlantic coast. Texas warmth continues. That flood risk will be rapidly increasing into the Pacific Northwest, northern and central. California and a little frosty condition in the northern plains. And that is your latest weather. Okay, let's end the week strong. Biggest, best part of the night Woo. and the day. Pop start. Well, morning, uh, afternoon, pop start plus. We invite our friends to watch pop on start all day. Plus? 30 oh, minutes. Oh my if you like the wow. nugget you get here, yeah. dive into the pop start. Oh my plus gosh, pool. it's a smorgasbord. The franchise is growing. It's it's incredible. Unbelievable. <laughs> if you'd like to sign up for a correspondentship. <laughs>
Maybe a fellowship with pop stars. Here we go. First up, King Richard, a new trailer is out for the upcoming biopic starring Will Smith as the father of tennis greats Venus and Serena Williams. Will hopping on social media yesterday to introduce the new promo with a little help from the two famous sisters. And the new look at the film also features a brand new song from Beyonce called A Lot. Be Alive. King Richard hits theaters. That looks great. HBO Max, November 19th. Next up, you know her, you love her. We cannot stop talking about her. Can't stop, won't stop. Adele. The Grammy winning recently took a winner took over the Vogue 73 Questions series. Adele even going above and beyond the challenge. She answered more than 90 of the magazine's rapid fire prompts. And you'll never guess what she revealed is her most prized possession. Okay, what do we have here? Okay. It's pretty amazing. All right. Celine Dion's gum. That's right. What's going on here? James Corden, who's a friend of mine but also does carpool karaoke, which I did, uh, he did it with her and knew how much a fan of, I, of her I was, and so he made her spit her gum into a piece of paper and he framed it for me. <laughs> and it's my proudest possession. That's you guys got anything weird like that? Wait, yeah, that yeah, that's amazing yeah. and disgusting. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's great, right? James Corden's a good friend. Yeah, yeah. That's framed in her house. That's wow. Right. He yeah. carried it in Memorabilia. Memorabilia's cool. I don't know about I don't that. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Who's gum would you want? Yeah. Anybody. Carson, any gum? Can hey, whatever. You'd yeah. want Tiger's gum? Sure, yeah, I'd frame it up like that. <laughs> yeah. I have Marcus Allen signed a candy bar wrapper for me. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my dad got it for me. Okay. I don't know how it framed, though. Next up, our buddy Mariska Hargitay, the Law & Order SVU star, just hit a huge milestone in her career last night's SVU marked her 500th episode wow. of the series. That's huge. For the milestone, it was appropriately called the 500th episode. It took a look back at Captain Olivia Benson's career on the force so far. Fans were really excited to see old characters brought back for the occasion. And over the course of the show's 23 seasons, Mariska's gained one or two celebrity fans, including real-life BFF Melissa McCarthy. Let's see her salute. <laughs> this one's toast. Put her on ice, boys! And Melissa wasn't the only one celebrating last night. Our very own Savannah Guthrie here yeah. couldn't wait to congratulate her. Right. Yeah. So congrats to Mariska on 500 episodes. We love you. That is fantastic work. Great. She is a wonderful human. She's amazing. Yes. Love her. Well, quickly, Andy Cohen, the king's going to be sitting down uh, for, with Willie Geist this weekend ahead of the release of his new book, Glitter Every Day, 365 quotes from women I love. He's the king of Bravo, by the way. In their uh, conversation, he opens up about he's been slowly introducing two-year-old son Ben to television and reveals the one show Ben is not allowed to watch. He's not watched much TV or movies just until this summer. And so what he's really into right now is Sesame Street. Great. Uh, which is great. And he, I let him watch it on the weekends. It's his treat. No TV during the week. And I will say, I screen an inordinate amount of Housewives, and he's always coming up to my desk while I'm watching, and I'm like, no, 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 you are not watching this. You are not watching this. Little Ben loves Squid Games, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. It's his favorite. You Squid Game out, Junior. You can check out Andy and Willie's full conversation this weekend on Sunday today. Uh, it was a great, great week, yeah. weekend pop star. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Katie Lee, live on the plaza. Some fitting recipes for Sunday night football. Clam chowder dipping. Oh, that's Bologna cool. sliders, Carson. Bring it on. Bologna's bag, baby. Coming out to see you, Katie. Bologna. <laughs> Bologna. We're back on TV. Oh, we're back. Guys, good morning. Are they playing my song? Yeah, they were trying to play It's it? Raining Men. 
Because oh. it's all dudes today. That's cute. That's cute. Hold us off. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Savannah. What's coming up? Uh, we got a lot coming up. In fact, one of the things we're most excited about this morning, your conversation with Sir Elton John himself. Love Sir Elton John, who is currently recovering from a hip replacement uh, surgery. He's doing great. But musically, this guy is totally on top of his game, and he's so excited about it. He's got a brand new uh, record out. He talks about collaborating with a lot of you know younger, more current artists and why that excites him. And he's got a song with Dua Lipa that's like top of the charts right now, and he watches the charts. He's all into it. And he's just one of the best. So we'll, our conversation with Sir Elton John here momentarily. Love Elton John. And also, we love puppies, right? Well, we've got a few shelter puppies here uh, oh, helping nice. us spread that the one. word about a special oh. campaign today to get more rescues into loving homes. Yeah, pro tip, be careful where you walk over there. Oh. It's, it's, it's <laughs> already right. gotten yeah. real, yeah. Uh, plus, what's better than football? Football with fried bologna. According to our friend Katie Lee, she'll share some great recipes for Sunday night's big game between the Colts and Niners. No bologna, though, for those little dogs. We're, we're going sure. to get that full forecast, that football forecast in just a moment. Oh, yeah. By the way, in just a few minutes on the third hour, we're talking with Sarah Ellen John's an icon, sure. We got an American icon this morning. The one, the only, Roker? Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog is here. Kermit's gonna, he's gonna join us live to tell oh, us. Kermit. Tell us about something that he knows very well, being green. I, I gotta get a selfie with Kermit. Also, we got major music power coming up next week. Hoda's gonna catch up with rock legend Shell Crow. Plus, we get a special performance from Lady A, one of my faves. They got a new record out. Cool. Yeah. And Al, how about the weather for this weekend? All right, let's start it off, show you what we've got for tomorrow. Much cooler in the Northeast, sunshine though, Great Lakes down to the Gulf, very warm down through Texas. Heavy rain developing in the Pacific Northwest. Sunday, Sunday, we are looking for October sunshine from the Southeast all the way up into New England. Severe storms though, firing up in the Mississippi and Ohio River Valleys. Powerful storm comes on shore into California and the Pacific Northwest. Time for the best time of the week. We're talking about Sunday night, football night in America. That's right. The Indianapolis Colts, they gallop their way into the 49ers at Levi Stadium. The weather's going to be a big factor. It's going to be rainy, windy, and we're looking at a big barn burner, but the rain's going to put it out. Colts, Niners, Sunday night, football night in America. Hey, there's a big crowd. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Let's, we got to go around the horn. It's a big one. Here we go. Everybody around. Here we go. Look out. We're at the dogs. Here we go. That's it. Hey, there's Katie Lee. And that's, there you have it. He's still around got it, the horn, baby. Out. Still got it. There's no one better than no you, one can Al. Stop him. No, no one can stop him. There's fried bologna over there. Oh, there's God, fried God. bologna and there's Katie Lee. Yes, Katie Lee. Oh. Bologna. Oh. Guys, coming up next, we get Carson going one-on-one -on -one with Elton John. Yeah, stick around for that as the icon is releasing a new chart-topping album. He opened up about his farewell concert tour as well and lets us know what he's going to miss most of all when touring is all over for Sir Elton. That's coming up first. This is Today on NBC. The City Music Series on Today is proudly presented to you by City. 
Welcome back. We've been looking forward to this one all morning because when it comes to music icons, they do not get much bigger than Sir Elton John. Yeah, already one of the best-selling artists of all time. He's out with a brand new album. It's already topping the charts, and he chatted about it with our resident music guru, Carson. Well, Elton kicked off his career, as you know, in the 1960s, and he's still making top 40 hits, a testament to not only his staying power, but his ability to adapt. And as he recovers right now from hip surgery, he is not slowing down at least for now. Elton's got a big tour coming up and a robust new list of cutting-edge collaborators. Elton John has been entertaining the world for over 50 years, with more than 30 albums to his name and over 300 million records sold. And his latest album shows he still has more to give. On the lockdown sessions, Elton collaborates with some of the world's hottest artists, including Charlie Puth, Lil Nas X, Miley Cyrus, Young Thug, and Dua Lipa for their mega-hit, Cold Heart. I was listening to Z100 and I heard Cold Heart right after a Doja Cat song and then Halsey came on after that and I thought, look at Elton John right here smack dab in the middle of pop music at the center. What does that feel like? It's very exciting. I mean, you know, you can, can't make life up sometimes, but it was just going to be me playing a lot of people's records and it's spiraled into a, an album. No, it's a massive hit here in the States. You're the only one in the top 25 on the pop chart that's having a hip replacement, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the 16-track album was inspired after a chance meeting with Charlie Puth right before the pandemic. I met Charlie Puth at a restaurant. We got on fine. He said, I live very near you. I went up to his house. We wrote together. I ended up being in the studio on Abbey Road. 54 years before that, I was playing on the holidays. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. And right. I thought, well, here I am, come full circle, playing on other people's records. And I really loved it. So what happened came about by accident. You've always had an ear to the ground for new music. Why do you still care so much about new music and young artists? Because new music is where the future is. There's a lot of nonsense, but there's a lot of great stuff as well, which doesn't sometimes see the light of day. So I try and give it a biggest boost as I can, and I love it. You sound like you'd be a perfect coach on my show, The Voice on NBC. Nurturing, right. helping, advising young yeah. artists. And while the new album has plenty of young friends, Elton invited some old friends too, like Stevie Nicks, Eddie Vedder, and Stevie Wonder. It took a long time for you and Stevie Wonder to come together for a proper duet, and you do, with Finish Line. What was that like? Astonishing. It's one of my favorite tracks that I've ever I done. I love that track. It was such a joy to work with him because he's in such great form. He's one of the greatest human beings on the planet, kindest, most caring person. And even as the new tracks break onto the Billboard Top 40, Fans are also hungry for Elton classics when he embarks on his farewell tour in January. How are you feeling about the tour? I'm so excited to go and play again in front of people. And I think people are excited about going to shows and seeing artists, no matter who they are. And are you really going to stop touring? Will that be it? That's it. Yeah. I finished in the summer of 2023. I'm not touring again. And when he's not on the road, it will mean more time with his husband, David, and their two sons, Zachary and Elijah. Do the boys understand they're going to get more daddy at home? They're going to be teenagers then, um, and I need to be with them. And I'll be 76. I don't know how much time I have left on this earth after that. You know, I've had enough applause. I don't want to keep traveling. I don't want to be away from my family. What will you miss most about being at a stadium at an Elton John concert when you're not doing it anymore? The reaction from the fans and, and the beauty of their love for you or what you're doing. It makes your soul, you know, jump. It's, uh, it's incredible. And as Elton recovers from hip surgery, he's soldiering on, and his outlook remains as grateful as ever. You've achieved so much musically, obviously the great humanitarian work that you've done with the foundation. You've been knighted, you have this beautiful family, you have a new bionic hip. 
there's still so much for you to do. What is out there that excites you as um, you get into your late 70s? Everything excites me. I'm just, you know, the life I've had, the career I've had, the family I've got, every day is a bonus. I'm sober, I'm clean, and I can appreciate life as, you know, on life terms. I'm probably the luckiest man in the world, and I really, really appreciate it. I'm very thankful for it. You should hear him talk really uh, about Stevie Wonder in particular. Uh, we'll just zoom in on that finish line, the track on the record. He's been friends with Stevie for over 50 years. Yeah. They did the Dionne Warwick song together yep. uh, 35 years ago. That's what friends are for. Uh, that really was, that was a Dion song. He's never done a proper duet with yeah. Elton and Stevie. And so yeah. finally that song is on this and they did it together. And, you know, Songs in the Key of Life is Elton John's favorite record of all time. He's purchased yeah. every single Stevie Wonder album. He's like an uber fan. Yeah. And, like, and so he talks about being in the recording studio and doing that that track and getting Kanye's Sunday Service Choir to yeah. come in on it. It's a really soulful gospel track. You made, you made such a good point, though, about his ability to adapt and remain relevant after five decades. This guy, Elton John, will, will sit there with Billboard and he looks at the charts mm -hmm. and he's, you know, music is his passion. And, and as he said, you know, he loves... Yeah, he asked me, he's like, what do you, what do you, who'd you go see recently? What album you like? It's the way like Tom and I talk about yeah. music. You know, he just loves music. You can yeah. tell. And uh, it's important for him. And he's he's really tickled pink to be on Top 40 Radio right now. And like, yeah. he's still doing it. An yeah. incredible live. One of the best live shows oh out there. So this last tour, I mean, I'm sure it's going to sell out. I, 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 I find it to hard to believe that he's going to stop, you know? Yeah. It, you just, don't buy it. I almost don't buy it. Like a fighter when they say we're going right. to retire yeah. and he comes back. But he sounds pretty resolved to just, um, I've had enough applause, he says in the piece. So I've we'll, seen him several we'll times see. live, and I'm looking for, so looking forward right. to seeing See that. the tour if you oh can, because it's one wait. of the best ever. That was a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, it was fun. Oh, thank you. Appreciate Ooh. Sir Elton's time. All right, up next, we're celebrating National Make-A-Dogs Day. What you need to know about adoption as we introduce you to some guys and gals in need of some new homes. But first, this is Today. Oh, look at that, on NBC. Pets on the Plaza is sponsored by Subaru, who is proud to establish October 22nd as National Make-A-Dogs Day. And welcome back. It is National Make-A-Dogs Day. We got some furry friends here looking for some forever homes. And joining us with tips on adopting the perfect pet for your family is Matt Burchard. Give it to me, Matt. Burchardker. Thank you very sure. much. The CEO sure. of the ASPCA. So, Matt, a lot of folks thinking about now maybe adopting a, a little friend. How do you figure out which pet is right for which family? I, I think the first thing you want to do is understand your family. What are you looking for? Are you looking for an active dog to go hiking and jogging with? Or are you looking for someone just kind of hang out with and be a little bit more mellow. So understand your family. Also, understand the regiment. Who's going to walk the dog? Who's going to feed the dog? Where is the dog going to sleep? Right. Figure those things out first. Okay, so let's get started with the first of our three pups uh, from the AMA Animal Rescue Shelter in Brooklyn. Let's bring Alex out. Uh, so what should somebody look at somebody like Alex for? What family? So Alex is a five-month-old Labrador Retriever mix, right? So you have a puppy and you have a lab. That equals high energy. So you want an active lots family, of lots of energy, lots of energy uh -huh. active family, but also a patient family. This is a puppy. Uh -huh. This puppy's going to need to be trained a little bit. Right. We want to bring the best out in her. So uh -huh. an active family that also has some patience. Would you say a family that has say, maybe a son that's about six okay. and a that's daughter good. about I, I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect. Do you know somebody like that? I do. That's great. Okay, next we've got Ash, a six-year-old Yorkie. So, so cute. What family would be lucky to have Ash? Ash could go anywhere. This is a dog that's kind of in the middle of her life, early middle of her life. She's going to be mellow, sit in your lap when you watch TV. You can see how docile she is. Mm -hmm. Maybe sit in the yard. And the great thing about a dog like this is she's small, so she's portable. You can move her around if you're an active family. All right, next couple of dogs. We're considered, in a way, underdogs, but people sure. shouldn't be uh, really discouraged. This is Poppy 
But yeah. Poppy's yeah. 12. She's, he, I mean, Poppy looks great for, for her, his age. You make a really good point. People should not be scared away by Poppy's age. Poppy has a ton of love to give, even though he's in the twilight. Poppy has a heart condition. So Poppy will likely be on meds for the remainder of his life. That is not a big deal, but it is an important conversation, both logistically and financially, for Poppy's potential owners to think about. All right, let's uh, end up with Zilla. An adorable this, one. So a, yeah. a couple of things going on with Zilla, but still a lot of love there. Yeah, yeah. Zilla is a six-year-old Shih Tzu mix. She is a total lap dog. She is a love bug. It's okay. She's also a breast cancer survivor. Oh, wow. She Let's go. Her surgeries went beautifully. Mm -hmm. The margins were clean. She has a wonderful prognosis. We're just looking for someone to look past her medical conditions uh -huh. and let her give the love she was born to give. That is fantastic. Aww. These are she's all such she's a, wonderful. She's a beautiful little dog. And, and for people, again, I, I was joking with Craig, but when you've got little kids, it, 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 there's a, a challenge there. Yeah, sure. You want to monitor the dog. You want to monitor the kids. They need to learn how to behave around the dog. Mm -hmm. And the dogs need to learn to behave, need to behave around them. So you do want to think about those things. But any of these dogs would do beautifully with, with children of any age. All right, uh, Matt, thank you so much. And if you want to adopt one of these adorable dogs, be sure to check out today.com. And also, Matt, a little surprise for you. Our sponsor, Subaru, is part of its ongoing commitment uh, as the largest corporate uh, sponsor yeah. to the ASPCA. Yes. Yes. They're donating $5,000 oh, to the ASPCA that's amazing. and to the AMA Animal Shelter. That's amazing. Help both your organizations that is amazing. keep thank doing you. their great work. Thank you, really Subaru, very much. And you can thank also you. join Subaru in celebrating uh, the day today by sharing a photo of yourself and your pet on social media using their hashtag Make a Dog's Day. Matt, thanks. That's so wonderful. Much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Savannah? Thank you. Thank you and coming Alex. up next, I think we're about to cook. Let's do it. Carson already went over there. He's yes. so I want to show Kaylee Ash. Yeah. And now we're talking bologna. Now he's looking at bologna. We've got some unexpected game day snacks for weekend of football. Katie Lee is here, but first, this is today on NBC. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Touchdown. We are back with our tastiest segment of the week. We really do look forward every week 
to this yes. moment. Today, Food Loves Football. For Sunday night's battle on NBC, it's the Colts traveling to San Francisco to take on the Niners. And if you are in need of some delicious game day snack ideas, we got you covered. Katie Lee, cookbook author, co-host of the Kitchen on Food Network, uh, and an all-around great gal. Aww, good to have you. I'm so happy to be here. This feels so good. It's we my first time back. Yeah. I know. It's really wonderful. So Anything new you. in your life? I had a baby. Yeah. yeah she's 13 months old wow. now. I oh can't gosh. believe it went by like that, like everybody says. But yeah. we're having such a good time. A so pandemic baby. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It was a good time to have a baby. So what are we making? Are we doing 49? Right. Yes, we're doing 49ers first, okay. and we're going to have a clam chowder dip. Yes. Ooh. Yes, in a sourdough bread bowl. Of Double course. yes. Okay. Yeah, very light recipe. Yes, that's fine. That's not what yeah, we eat on football. Yeah, days. all right. So let's get moving here. Okay, We've got okay. sour cream, cream cheese, white cheddar cheese. If you'll pour in Is this some creamed corn? Creamed corn, yeah. I've seen that since the 70s. Okay. Right. And then we've got some uh, seafood seasoning, celery seed, and pepper. All right, I'm dumping so it. So you can mix all that in. What's this? And that's Worcestershire sauce. Okay. So it's just going to kind of rich in the way. flavors. The clams, are canned those just clams. out of a jar? Or They're canned clams. Okay. Yeah, I really like canned clams. Okay. I started using them a lot out of my pantry during Ooh. the pandemic, and I love them. Love it. We've got red bell pepper mm -hmm. here. Parsley, we've got Smelling scallions, good. we've got bacon, we gotta have that. Mm -hmm. If you'll give that a good stir yes, for me, I've got the sourdough bread bowl here. Okay. Just cut the top off of it, and then you wanna kinda hollow this out. Why? And save it, because that's what we're gonna put the dip in. Oh. Now, are we gonna bake bowl. this so that yes. this cheese melts? So yes, good. Okay. it's gonna get all ooey gooey, oh, yeah. melted, delicious. How am I doing? What's the word, I, mean, there? I think fit, well, football so food, you gotta have melted cheese. So I feel like I need a couple of them. It's no carb, you know, this yeah. is good. No, yeah. no yeah. carb left this behind, right? So you tear it out. Okay, okay. put that healthy. in there. The whole thing? Yes, the whole thing. Wow, okay. And then we're going to make a little topping Wait, with you know, oyster I... crackers because, you know, clam chowder. you oh, got to have some oyster crackers. And what is that? So this is that seafood seasoning in oh. melted butter with some parsley. We're going to pour that in. And in the Savannah. seasoning, Katie, yeah. can you'll you just get it from the store? You'll take this and just brush it around. Oh, I'm brushing the bread. Yes, the bread's going to have it. You just get it. It's like, you know, seafood boil. Oh, that's good. It's good. Like, you like oh, it? Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. talking like Old Bay, Katie? Is it what? Old Something bay. like Old Bay? Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so then Old we're going to top this yeah. with the oyster crackers. Yeah. It's going into the oven. Wow. 350 I'm degrees. here, too. Sure, and so save that. You're really well dipping. with this. Oh, thank you. I know. I know. You're right doing now. great. I know. No one thought I could do it. She knows which side her bread's buttered. <laughs> I believe in you. All right, into the oven, 350 degrees for about 30 up. minutes. You can, no, you leave that off. You're oh. going to bake it just like that. Comes out like it's this. Really good. Yum. Serve it with some potato chips with that extra bread mm -hmm. for some dippers. So San Francisco's done. Let's move on to Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Here's the thing. I ate bologna when I was a kid. Ooh. I didn't know bologna was bad. Oh, bologna never went bologna away. Bologna never went away. Bologna's like the sleeper hit. Bologna. Everybody really loves it. And apparently it's a thing in Indiana. I oh. did some Googling. Oh. All right, so we're doing a bologna and cheese slider bake. These are those Yum. Hawaiian rolls. You oh, just yeah, slice it. it. Making a little sauce oh, here with oh. mayonnaise. What's that cheese? I don't Yellow know if I've ever seen that color cheese before. American, American cheese. cheese. American yes, cheese. But it looks a little like, I know what American cheese is. It looks <laughs> a different color. Well, We've no, got pickle okay. relish. It looks like Kraft Singles, by the way. That's yeah. easy to like. Well, you know, I think American cheese is such a good melting cheese. I like white oh, yeah. American cheese. You ever try that? Yeah, Delicious. you can oh, yeah. get that That's too. Good. Yep. And then just spread this onto all those rolls. Okay. You want me to spread it? Sure, Craig, you want to help Since me put the bologna yes. on here? So and you're do. just going to layer it. So you're doing a layer of American cheese and a layer of bologna. 
the overlap. Tastes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, overlap it. It does have that yeah. mustardy. I always mm -hmm. loved fried bologna sandwiches oh, I love when I was a little girl. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh, me too. White bread with yellow mustard. Yeah, the way white they fry bread. up and That's they get kind of bubbled. Oh, so okay. good. Well, they hadn't invented yes. whole wheat yet. I'm mustard. Straight mustard. Guys, do you like the bologna sliders? It almost tastes like a little mini Cuban sandwich. It has like that kind of Cuban sandwich feel to it. It's great. I can see that. Okay. And then we're going to put that on top, brush it with butter. You love the brushing. Yeah, why not? A little extra butter. This and is a messy situation. Salt. Get it out of town. Okay. Katie, okay. who do you like in this game? The recipes are on today.com. want to break down the matchup for the Colts, Colts 49ers, Sunday night, no. here on NBC. Okay. Coverage starts at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Have a nice weekend. Have a nice weekend. Have a nice weekend.